Welcome to Garbage and Gold, the podcast where two friends share the worst and the best about everything. Sometimes there's fights, sometimes there's agreement, and always there is plenty of snark. I'm your host, Lindsay. I'm your other host, Lisa. If you want opinions, you've come to the right girls. We've been sharing our opinions with each other for over 10 years, and now we want to hear your opinions too. We'll tell you more about sharing those at the end of the show. So friends, get cozy. Settle in for some passionate, silly deliberation. All right, Lindsay. So hit us with that recap of the Garbage and Gold of Founding Fathers, please. The Garbage and Gold of Founding Fathers. So in the showdown for our garbages between John Adams, first vice president of the United States and second president of the United States, and all around prickly combative out of his mind. Vain also, yeah. Vain. Uh, going up against John Jay, who's no one's ever heard of, but is apparently the first chief justice of the Supreme Court and all around garbage person who uh, went to Spain and did nothing. I did win. People are not John Adams fans. They do not. They do not like him. I think it's the hair. Yeah, it was a bold choice, and it was the wrong direction. It was, it was. Poor John. (laughs) Abigail did not talk to him enough about his hair. In the showdown of gold Uh between my gold of Thomas Jefferson and James Madison. Good for you. Because you wouldn't let me um, drop him. Except I did have someone, did you see someone did vote for your gold? They're like, because we don't like cheaters. And I was like, what the heck? Like, come on. (laughs) Thomas Jefferson and James Madison against the original George W., as someone referred to him, George Washington, (laughs) crosser of the Delaware. You bet. Owner of wooden teeth, chopper of cherry trees. You did win. You did win. People do love their their George Washington. The OG, man. The OG. Yeah. Absolutely. It's fine. It's fine. So we are still tied (laughs) in our our all-time poll wins and yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. okay and we also have some updates from friend of the show colby she did some research and laissez-faire was not really connected to jefferson or any of the founding fathers at least not in the same sense that the french used it Mm. she also confirmed that george washington's teeth maybe were awful from dysentery yeah. Oh my gosh. This was the best thing that happened because... to me on the day of release. I'm so happy. I'm so happy because I listened. And I was like, I'm not an idiot. I'm not. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> what was I? Where was I going with that? And Erica oh. Colby saved me. Thank you, Erica Colby. She did. Woo. So did Alyssa from uh, I think it's Hail Marys and Merlots is her username. She also had sent a DM on our Instagram that was like, I think that dysentery does cause this. So. I didn't realize dysentery was both ends. So Apparently, so dysentery can cause nausea and vomiting. Right. And prolonged vomiting yeah. does, in fact, hurt your teeth. And so right. you, you all think I'm an idiot. You think I'm just a pretty face. But no, there's brains in here. George Washington never cut down a cherry tree. One of his first biographers made it up. I thought she looked up the thing about Dolly Madison, too. Oh, yes. Okay. Dolly Madison, she... Blah, blah, blah. I got so excited about dysentery. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't get excited about dysentery? I hope you cut just that line. I, and oh. put it into things. You know that I will. 
don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. That's saying. <laughs> so Dolly Madison, uh, James and Dolly were the first president and first lady to live in the White House. And as the White House was burning down, she did save the very iconic George Washington painting. So Dolly Madison, and she also was like hostess for Thomas Jefferson if his daughter couldn't help. Dolly Madison, I- all around good gal. The correction of the seven founding fathers, according to Richard B., John Adams and Alexander Hamilton were the only two who did not own slaves. The Mm. other five did. Yes. So there are the corrections from the Founding Fathers episode and the results. So Mm -hmm. yeah, it was a good one. It was was a a good good one. one. Yeah. Do you want to start with comments? Lisa, do you have a favorite listener comment or two? You know, I kind of have just a general consensus that I feel like we heard a lot of. And that Mm. was that we did not mention ben franklin like neither of us listed ben franklin and people really like he's the people's gold people really love benjamin franklin so we hear you Mm. i respect it we appreciate your feedback so yeah ben franklin totes gold i feel it I do feel it. As I commented on Instagram, um, for me, I was I was actually going to pick Ben Franklin. And then I remembered he wanted the national bird to be the turkey. And I was like, <laughs> nope, <laughs> you're out. That's all it took. <laughs> That's all it took. Everything else you've done. Turkeys are delicious. Electricity is not yeah. enough. No, nope, you want to pick enough. a turkey. <laughs> okay. Turkey <laughs> swivel chair. I'm going to pick the swivel chair every time. Every time. Every time. <laughs> I love a swivel chair. Who doesn't, though? Thanks, Thomas. All right. What are your listener comments or feedback you'd like to hit up this week? Right. Well, so Mandy Baxter on Instagram did say that she was hoping to hear some Hamilton lyrics sneaking in here and there. No. (laughs) You just, you don't want to hear them from us. Uh, And we get that. Like, we know our lanes and and we we are going to stay in them. Yep. And then in that, right after that, Kiki Kens made a comment because you tried to say that everyone knew about John Marshall and John Jay, that people (laughs) learned about it. And Kiki Ken said, I took AP history classes in high school and swear to God, I have never heard of Marshall until this podcast. And then she called you a big nerd. (laughs) That was unnecessary. It was implied. Um, You didn't need to say it, (laughs) Kiki, but we appreciate it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I am. And that's fine. I own that. I own my truth. But Mm -hmm. it's bittersweet because obviously I feel like he should have been mentioned because, again, he's very important to our history. But I also Mm. feel very honored that I could shed some light on the great man that John Marshall is. So now we are going to select a winner from our subscribers. We are choosing between 1 and 12. These are people who have rated, reviewed, and subscribed to our podcast and sent a screenshot proving it. And the random number is 6. And that is Laura. We will get you your Garbage and Gold swag this week. Thank you for listening and being a supporter of the show. Much appreciated. And we will be running this now through the end of March. So there's still time to get in there and get your chance at winning some cool stuff. All right. This week, we are deliberating the garbage and gold of fast food restaurants. Woohoo! 
Yes. So specifically the restaurants, not like different items you can get at a fast food place. All right. A fast food restaurant, which is also known as a quick service restaurant in the industry. Some industry <laughs> talk for you. You're welcome. I know you're super impressed with my knowledge already. <laughs> Totally. Uh, It's a specific type of restaurant that serves fast food, has minimal table service, and it's typically part of a, quote, meat sweet diet from a limited menu, cooked in bulk in advance and kept hot, finished and packaged to order, usually available for takeaway. Sometimes there's seating, sometimes there's not. And these places are typically part of a chain or a franchise, and they have standardized ingredients and or partially prepared foods. So, yeah. Sounds really delicious, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like already, already. So yum. There are different variations on the fast food restaurant concept, and those include fast casual, catering trucks. Uh, we're not going to be addressing those, but a fast casual would be something that's like a hybrid between a counter service fast food place. So like a Chipotle would be like a fast casual or something like that. Or like a Noodles & Co. would be a fast casual. So we are not including those. These are like your traditional fast food that you think of in your brain. So a history on fast food restaurants. There's a little bit of a disagreement here, which is perfect for our podcast. The first actual fast food restaurant, some say the first one, was the Automat in New York. And that was in 1912. Joseph Horn and Frank Hardart opened the Automat, which was a cafeteria with prepared foods behind those small glass windows and coin-operated slots. They had already opened one in Philadelphia in 1902, but the one in New York City created a sensation and spawned like a franchise mentality and led to them kind of popping up all around to deal with the demand. And they were extremely popular throughout the 20s and 30s. So those who disagree that the Automat was the first fast food restaurant would say that White Castle was the first fast food place. White Castle started in Wichita, Kansas by William Ingram and Walter Anderson with food stands and starting in 21 selling hamburgers for five cents a piece from its inception and spawning numerous competitors and emulators. And the reason why historians argue for White Castle is the first real fast food restaurant is they made this significant effort to standardize food production. Uh, They kind of established what a fast food place looked like, felt like, the supply chain, meat, buns, paper goods, all of that stuff. So they are the ones that manufactured the chain's prefabricated restaurant buildings as well. So fast food in general is kind of a garbage thing. But there's some gold to be found here, but we're going to find that later. Right now, we start with the garbage. Lindsay. I can't, I can't believe that you are calling fast food garbage because I do love fast food. I really do. I think I love it, but I hate that I love it. Yeah. 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 I agree. I yeah. agree. Okay. Yeah. So my choice for the garbage for fast food is actually White Castle. Ooh, perfect. I know. Perfect. I know. So, OG. All right. Let me be clear. I love burgers. I really do. I love a burger. They're mm-hmm. my go-to 90% of the time. If I'm eating out, I am going to grab a burger. Absolutely. But sliders are an embarrassment in the world of burgers. <laughs> they are not real burgers. And that is what, for those of you who don't know, White Castle serves sliders, yeah. which are little. They're just they're, little. They are just itty bitty. And they're not real burgers. They are small, and there's way too much bun to burger ratio. Correct. The ratio is just real off. So that's the first reason why I think White Castle is garbage. Uh Second, White Castle is in a movie. It features heavily in the movie Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle, a movie that was released in 2004. And the plot of this movie is two stoners see a commercial for White Castle 
And they get the munchies and they decide they want to go to White Castle and then mm-hmm. chaos ensues. So okay, that's while, a great movie, though. That I was going to say, movie. while the movie okay. is funny, okay. Okay. while that movie is signals the career shift of the glorious Neil Patrick Harris and PH, mm. who, who became Barney Stinson in How I Met Your Mother the next year, mm. um, and a movie that did have racial diversity in its lead characters. Absolutely. But... It also shows us that the only people who really want White Castle <laughs> are usually people who are incapacitated. <laughs> so you're not even just calling White Castle garbage. You are saying people that go to White Castle. No, no, no that's not what I, I said. I, I feel like you might be calling out a demographic. And that's not the I, right word. I am saying that most people who want to go to White a Castle. A subset. A subset. Yes. Are incapacitated <laughs> in some in some way. You you know what I mean. I do. Thirdly, let's talk about the food. Beyond just the burger to bun ratio issue that I did mention earlier, it is the way that the, I don't even want to call them burgers. It is the way it that is, the yeah. meat yeah. is prepared. Oh, A God. white castle slider oh, patty I'm nervous. is very thin. Uh-huh. And it it's is, like paper thin, yeah. Yeah, and it is square, which is my yeah. least favorite shape for a burger, oh. is square. Okay. And a White Castle patty has holes in it mm-hmm. because the way that it is cooked is it is steamed yeah. over okay. a bed of onions. And so the yeah. steam goes up through the holes and cooks yeah. the meat. <laughs> She's using bunny quotes. Friends. I'm using, I'm using <laughs> air quotes. Yes. Um, do you know what I like steamed? Do you know what food I like steamed? None. I don't like steamed foods. <laughs> Steam, steam does not help anything. Why would you choose to steam anything when grills exist? I mean, so, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. You're wrong. You're not wrong. Can you think of a food that is better steamed? A dumpling. Rice. Mm. Rice and dumplings. That Rice might be dumplings. it. While there are several options of types of sliders at White Castle, oh. including fish sliders. No. Chicken sliders. And okay. a veggie slider. They are all similar in size. They're very small. And did you know that White Castle has sides? No, you did not. Because no one talks about their sides. No one talks about the fact that they have fries and onion rings and chicken rings. They have chicken rings, Lisa, listed in their sides menu on their website. Chicken rings is a main course, not a side. I would love to have a chicken ring. I've never wanted something so much in my life as I want a chicken ring right now. I didn't even know there was an option. I want a chicken ring. I feel like it's just... Lisa and Lindsay go to White Castle for chicken rings. Let's go. Oh my gosh, let's do it. Yes! See? How fun is this? Fun times. Okay. I will change out of my garbage if I can be part of a White Castle movie. Um, Especially if NPH is there. Can we make sure NPH is there? Let's make that happen. Perfect. And lastly, and this is probably the worst kept secret in the history of ever... Oh, Worse than there's fish sliders. I'm like, whoo, yeah. I'm having a real hard... My tummy is just in upheaval <laughs> right now. I'm having a real hard time with that news. Okay. Funny. Oh, Funny God. Segue. No, no! If you are someone without an iron stomach, and sometimes even if you are a person with an iron stomach, you do know that eating White Castle will make you spend a lot of time in the bathroom <laughs> if you get my drift. Yeah. Wink, wink. Yeah. Nudge, nudge. Yeah. And that, yeah, my yeah. friends, is why White Castle is the garbage <gasps> fast food restaurant. It might have been the first, but it is the worst. I just love a rhyme. I love a rhyme. <laughs> Who doesn't, though? For real. Oh, yeah. gosh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's... 
I don't even know the last time I've eaten at White Castle, honestly. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. 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 Okay. Are you ready? I want to hear your garbage. Yeah. Your garbage choice, Lisa. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, it should be known, just as a general disclaimer about me, I don't like seafood like at same. all. Same. Yeah. Girl, same. Yeah. Hey. Mm. Venn diagram in the middle. Adam, <laughs> Adam Driver. Driver. <laughs> seafood. Got it. Getting there. <laughs> Building it up. Building it up. All right. Do not like seafood at all. So that's a large contributing factor mm. to my garbage choice. Long John Silvers. <laughs> like right. as soon as we came up with this, I was like, that's it. Like I'm done. <laughs> like I didn't have to I didn't have to Google. I didn't have mm. to think. I was just like, oh, it's obviously Long John Silvers. All right. I feel like fast food seafood is even worse of a concept in general because it seems like something like fish or shrimp or whatever there should be a little bit of a higher standard for processing and cooking that than just like a beef patty or a chicken tender you know like if you're gonna go out for seafood you're not going so it can be as fast as possible Mm. like you want it to be an enjoyable experience but long john silver says no all right so for those of you who may not be familiar with long john silvers good for you it is a restaurant <laughs> chain that specializes in seafood, and the brand's name is derived from the Treasure Island novel by Robert Louis Stevenson, in which the pirate Long John Silver is one of the main characters. The first Long John Silvers <laughs> opened in 1969, and would you like to guess where it opened, Lindsay? I think probably somewhere on a coast. <laughs> you would where think fish that. are <laughs> no well maybe there's a coast in lexington kentucky i can't <laughs> say for sure but it's not an ocean coast <laughs> so lexington the seafood hotspot, is where they have their first building something about the long john silvers building too i feel like is just very iconic mm. visually the earlier restaurants the ones that are in my memory have like a cape cod style with blue roofs and square like cupolas and then wood benches and tables and they have like all that nautical stuff in there mm-hmm. like the lobster pots the ship wheels and it's supposed to be like super like ocean nautical themed okay i guess the the thing about their buildings that is so iconic to me too is i never once in my whole life not one time did i drive by along john silvers and thought oh that looks clean whoa hot take hot take have you have you ever driven by a long john silvers you thought was like oh that looks nice i'm not gonna answer that (laughs) (laughs) it's no it doesn't they all look crazy old and crazy gross all right you may be thinking that seafood is better for you than burgers and deep fried chicken and fries and everything like that you shut your mouth well I'm not going to shut it. I'm going to tell you some truth. In 2013, the Center for Science in the Public Interest, which is a health policy watchdog group, named Long John Silver's, quote, Big Catch Meal, the worst restaurant meal in America, because it had 33 grams of trans fat, 19 grams of saturated fat, 1,320 calories, and almost 3,700 milligrams of sodium. (laughs) Oops. (laughs) So, yeah. To their credit, I will say, I I did goog to the Long John Silver's website today. They are trying to do better. They are charting a new journey, which, good for you, sweetheart. You're reinventing yourself. So the old, dirty buildings are going away. They're they're getting new ones. And they promote sustainably harvested seafood, which... 
good for you. As a lifelong seafood hater, I can only ever see the dilapidated buildings, the awful smell when I had to go into one because they started to like hybrid together with like an A&W or a KFC. So you would go in and you would want to eat the other thing, but it would just smell so awful. And it was just... it. Like, there's this film every... Oh, God, I just... I hate it. I feel like I need to wash my hands. And just the idea of seafood in the middle of Kentucky is somehow supposed to be quality is just... It's garbage. It's absolute garbage. And so it was with those reasons that I humbly submit Long John Silver's as my fast food garbage chain. So that's our garbage. Well, I have said on the record that I think fast food in general is garbage. I still eat it. I still Mm -hmm. like it. But it's not quality. So, Lindsay, if we have to go fast food... If you have to eat it, what is the best? What is the gold fast food joint for you? Well, Lisa, you might say I'm California dreaming when it comes to my gold. Look at that teaser. My gold fast food restaurant is In-N-Out Burgers. In-N-Out was founded in California in Mm -hmm. 1948. It was the first drive-through restaurant in California. And it did not really franchise outside of the Los Angeles area in California until the 90s. And so now Uh you can find In-N-Out in Arizona, Nevada, Utah, Texas, and Oregon. Okay. They also have been this family-run business that have stayed privately owned and have expanded slowly. And the reason that they've expanded slowly is they want to keep control over the Mm -hmm. quality. Like, they're big about the quality of of experience. That is nice. I mean, this is a company that on their website boasts about having their own patty-making facilities. They make their own patties in their own facilities. There is no They control it from start to finish, yeah. Yes, absolutely. They are not messing around, and it is still family-owned. So the granddaughter of the people who founded it is currently running In-N-Out Burger. That's nice. I know. So I have several reasons why In-N-Out is gold. As mentioned earlier, they have their own patty making facility and I think it's amazing. That is. The next is that In-N-Out is really simple. Like beyond Mm -hmm. the fact that it tastes so, so good. It's really simple. They don't offer a ton of options. So maybe an ice cream based restaurant, fast food restaurant that also you can get all the things, yeah, like a hot dog, any kind of burger, every every possible fast food thing. Yeah, In and Out has very few options. They yeah. sell burgers, mm-hmm. fries, and shakes. Yeah, and that is it. Yeah, their stuff is kind of retro looking. Like mm-hmm. everything's really simple. Their logo's not super like whoa, that's so fancy. Mm-hmm. Their restaurants are simple. Their paper goods are simple. Everything's mm-hmm. kind of retro. The next thing is they're family owned. They have their own patty making facilities. They are just a simple a simple company. And the next is there aren't in and outs everywhere. So it's like the PSL thing. Right. Of like, this is a special thing for yeah. those of us who don't live near them. It is like a, a destination. Like you want right. to eat. It builds like, the mystique of it. Yeah. So a few mm-hmm. years ago, I was in Dallas for work. And it was like before Uber was really a thing. And I really wanted to get to In-N-Out. And I could not get to In-N-Out. And I was mm. like, I cannot pay for a cab to drive me the 20 minutes to In-N-Out. Right. crushing. Because they're not an option all the time, I'm going to make sure if I am close to one that I eat there. Absolutely. Also, while the basic menu of In-N-Out is simple, it has an entire secret menu that is not even really secret. So on their website, they actually refer to it as the not-so-secret menu. Oh my gosh, cute. I know. So the secret menu includes, you can make Neapolitan shakes. (gasps) 
grilled cheese, which is just a burger without the bun, and then they put a bunch of cheese in it and melt it up. You can do, you can have your food protein style, which means no bun and wrapped in lettuce. And everyone's favorite, you can have your burger and your fries animal Mm. style. Yeah, absolutely. And animal style means it is cooked in a thin layer of mustard and there's more condiments on it Mm -hmm. um, than usual. It's heaven. Do you want to road trip to California right now? uh, Totes, yeah. Let's hit it. Let's hit it. Now, some of you might be going, okay, but maybe you do not have a refined palate. And um, (laughs) I would never say that about you. (laughs) Back off, people. I eat a lot of burgers in my life. (laughs) What you might realize is if you watch any kind of award shows and then follow anyone afterwards, often after celebrities win awards, they go to In-N-Out. Seriously. Yeah, they do. But some celebrity fans of In-N-Out include... The late Julia Child. Oh, yeah. And she would know. Julia Child schooled in France about yeah. how to cook yeah, dude. properly. Yeah, dude. Loved in and out. Gordon Ramsay. He didn't uh, yell at in and out. No, I was going to say, not. he doesn't like anything. Mm-mm, he loves this in and out. This has to be he the one yell. thing. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And the Barefoot Contessa has oh, said in and out wow. is the only fast food that she will eat. Barefoot Contessa, freaking royalty, loves in and out in and out doesn't really do a ton of out of the box kind of marketing stuff. So right. like they do like have like billboards and stuff, but they really do rely on their fans to tell their friends about how good their food is. And this is my last point for why in and out is gold in fast food. Okay. There was a book several years ago called Fast Food Nation. Yeah. And it really didn't it was not pleasant for fast food except <laughs> for our good friends at in and out. They had a favorable mention in Fast Food Nation. How? Like, to what end? One of the reasons why Fast Food Nation said that In-N-Out was so great is that they are committed to fresh ingredients. Hey, remember, they make their own patties. Yeah. But also, In-N-Out as a company are committed to paying their employees fairly and offering them benefits. So if you work for In-N-Out consistently, according to the internet, they will pay you more than minimum wage. So they're committed to freshness. They make their own patties. They keep it super simple. And it's so dang tasty. It so is tasty. delicious. And they mm. treat their employees well. Dang it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You're gold. You're gold in and out. You're gold. Come to Minnesota. Just oh, my please. God, please. All right. So, Lisa, that's my gold. Yeah. Let's hear it. What's your gold? All right. Well, my gold is going to be a little controversial, but maybe that's just like my thing now. <laughs> it's fine. Maybe. <laughs> I've been called a monster a couple times last week. I think I can handle this now. <laughs> Price of fame. Am I right? So this is not gold in the sense of supreme taste or quality like mm. In-N-Out because, God, In-N-Out's so good. But this is gold in the sense that nothing else compares and you just can't sub in when you need this. My fast food restaurant gold is Taco Bell. Oh my gosh, this was almost my garbage. <laughs> It is almost my garbage. Yeah. I have a okay. great I have a great story. So continue. Oh, fantastic. I bet it's you getting food poisoning in a parking no, lot or no, something. No, no, it's okay. Not. It's not. It's not. No, okay. no, 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 it's not. So Taco Bell is a part of the American chain of fast food restaurants, also based out of Irvine, California, and a mm. subsidiary of Yum brands. That includes like uh KFC and Long John Silvers and those, okay. The restaurants serve a variety of Tex-Mex that include, which, I mean, it's not really Tex-Mex, let's be honest. But anyway, tacos, burritos, quesadillas, nachos, blah, blah, blah. They have value menus. 
They, as of 2018, Taco Bell serves more than 2 billion customers each year at 7,000 restaurants, more than 80% of which are owned and operated by independent franchisees and licensees. So, Taco Bell was founded by Glenn Bell, who opened a hot dog stand called Bell's Drive-In in California in 1948. It's a and weird then, flex. It's a weird yeah. flex to go from hot dogs <laughs> to tacos. I can't wait to hear how this goes. Yeah. Bell watched long lines of customers at a Mexican restaurant, and which, across the, which was across the street, and it was famous among residents for its hard-shelled tacos. Bell attempted to reverse engineer the recipe, and eventually the owners allowed him to see how the tacos were made. So he took what he had learned and opened a new stand under the name of Tacotilla in late 51 or early 52, oh, which like sold all. tacos. So... He owned and operated a number of El Taco restaurants in Southern California, and the first Taco Bell was built in Downey, California in 1962, and then it franchised out from there, rapidly expanding. And then it was bought by PepsiCo in 1978, which was kind of when it spun out into Yum! brand and whatever. All right. So obviously, Taco Bell is like not quality food, as I've said, but I have five <laughs> Reasons why Taco Bell is a gold fast food restaurant. Mm. One, their marketing is genius. Like, their commercials have been consistently funny and mm. clever, like, forever. They right. don't take themselves too seriously because they know who they are and what they're about. And I respect that. Like, they don't try to be fancy or couture they're like we get it you're gonna come here at three in the morning because <laughs> you're getting off a late shift or because you've been up drinking or whatever like right. they get it and I appreciate that even their little sauce packets have like funny sayings on them I don't know <laughs> I just think and their social media presence is really funny like mm. it's all just it's so good like their marketing is just fantastic right. They have, similar to In-N-Out Burger, but in a different spin, they have basically the same thing, but you just recreate it a hundred different ways, right? Because you have meat and cheese and various shells, but then they just mix and match that a million times over for like quesadillas, tacos, gorditas, whatever. So there's like everything, okay. everything. You cannot tell me that Taco Bell is simple like in and out I'm there saying, are eight bajillion <laughs> options of things to order at Taco Bell. But what I'm saying is it's all stems from like the same five ingredients. Yeah, no, 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 no. Like at in and out you order a burger or fries or a shake. And at Taco Bell, you can order a taco, a soft shell taco, a burrito, or a gordita, a quesadilla, a this, I'm not a saying this. it's easy. I'm saying that's what makes it a gold it is, marketing, a gold is, food thing, is because they can create a thousand different options with it, but only have to have like five items on the line. Um, A beef taco, a chicken taco, a shredded beef taco... Too many options. This is the opposite of symbol. I'm not saying that they're not gold, but I am saying you cannot, you cannot, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> you cannot refer to their menu as simple. The other thing that makes, so this is reason number three why Taco Bell is gold. They innovate. So they don't stop with where they're at. They added breakfast, which, you know, I personally think that's gross, but you do you, boo. And they added nacho fries. Plus, James Marsden is in those nacho fries commercials. And ooh, we do love some James Marsden. Oh, in the van. He's good. He's good stuff. <laughs> the Venn diagram's just filling up with men. It's fine. <laughs> Can we just make that a thing, please? And we agree. We just say in the van. We just put it in the van. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. 
Yes, wonderful. Great. Okay. And then in 2017, Forever 21 produced a clothing line in partnership with Taco Bell. Did you know this? I mean, I haven't shopped at Forever 21 ever. So I don't, I don't, I've been, I've been too old for Forever 21 since it became a thing. So I'm just, it's way past me. They had Taco Bell t-shirts, sweatshirts, and bodysuits made to look like border sauce packets. So I think that's pretty great. Oh. It's like the ultimate guilty pleasure food. But since I don't really believe in the idea of guilty pleasures, like just like what you like and own it. That mm. means it's just pleasure food. So, yeah, they expanded to include things like nacho cheese Dorito shells. And then there's like the Cool Ranch Dorito shells. There's the Frito Burrito. Like there's so many different things. And it's just there's something for everybody. It's so good. Like, is it quality? No, it's not quality. Mm. But it's gold because Taco Bell scratches like such a specific itch. And it does it so unassumingly and so deliciously. When you want Taco Bell, like there's nothing that you can sub in for that. It's mm. just that. And we have all, I know we have, all of us have an experience where it's either you are up very late or it's the next morning after you have previously been up very late. Mm. And Taco Bell just hits the spot. It just does. It does. In a way that nothing else can. So for those reasons, Taco Bell is my gold fast food. Mm. Last summer, Taco Bell started testing out a crayfish taco in oh. Asia. Oh, jeez. Oh, in Asia. And it okay. looks as bad as oh, it sounds. Is it just like a crayfish in a shell? Like, does no. it have the eyes? No, still? it's like okay. shelled, but they're. Ugh. Oh, jeez. As non seafood eaters, we are not fans. Ooh. Yeah. Taco so they Bell. don't have seafood. Okay. All right. No, they do not have fish tacos, which is surprising because they did do that healthy thing for a while where they had like the They'd- Baja stuff. Yeah, and like the, that's you just get chicken. things like fresco or whatever, yeah. where they don't put the cheese and stuff on it. Which why? <laughs> what are you doing? I mean, if you're gonna go to Taco Bell, yeah, it, that's you're not gonna eat healthy at Taco right. Bell. Right, eat the dang taco yeah. that is you yeah. know covered in Doritos cheese dust. Yeah, and give and me that okay. Baja sauce. Give me that. You know, oh my god, mm-hmm. the best sauce that they have there is whatever's on the cheesy gordita crunch. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I want it on everything it's Mm. so good it is so good oh god so we have talked about our fast food restaurant choices so my gold fast food is in and out and your gold fast food is taco bell yeah and now dear listeners it is time for you to go and cast your vote for either white castle or long john silver as our garbage (laughs) options they're both so freaking gross and your vote for our gold options, in and out and Taco Bell, on our Instagram and Twitter accounts, at GarbageGoldPod. Make your voices heard. We will share the poll results on our next episode. And while you're out there voting, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast and tell your friends, because we like making friends, and apparently I need some because I'm a monster. People, do not <laughs> fall for that. She's fine. My do pity. Not, you know, do you not, don't want to pity me? Do not pity vote her. <laughs> This is this is no, serious business. Pity vote. It's being my friend. It's just being my friend. You don't have to okay. vote for me. You just be my friend. Lisa, is this why you started the podcast? Is to make more friends? Because so far, all you've done is alienate me as your friend. I actually really don't like making friends in real life. You know that. I'm an introvert, and it's real hard for me. I like making new friends. You Bring do. it on. You do. If you have not so nice things to say about us, listen, we get it. You say it to us on Twitter and Instagram all the time. You can just so say just, it to us. Just yes. keep it to yourself. You don't need to rate us. Yeah, you can tell us. I can handle it. Right. I can. I can. I can. I'm all right. I'm sleeping at night. 
don't put it on the places where people can read the ratings. And as a super special incentive, any listeners who subscribe, rate, and review our podcast are entered to win some exclusive and super great garbage and gold swag. And we're going to run this now through March. That's right. So all you have to do is send us proof of your subscription, rate, and or review via DM on Twitter or Instagram. And again, that is at GarbageGoldPod or a screenshot to our email address, GarbageGoldPod at gmail.com. And you're automatically entered to win some seriously cool merch. Seriously, that's it, you guys. We're trying to get this podcast rolling and we'd love your help and your help is rewarded. So it is a win-win for everybody. Okay, so that is enough of us self-promoting for now. So join us next week. When we deliberate the garbage and gold of as seen on TV products. I am so excited to research these. I was oh gonna say I got I got some research to do with this right so now. There's so many! There's so many. <laughs> oh, Alright. So tune in next week as we talk about as seen on TV products, and we are we're real excited about it. I've <laughs> got a lot of excited feelings about it. Thank me you too, for listening, too. guys. We'll All right. talk to you next time. Alright, bye. Bye. bye.